It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, October 28th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And we're putting the finishing touches on this podcast before we zip out to band for one weekend only. Hell yeah. I'm very exciting. Me too. Uh, we're supposed to be interviewing, quote unquote, interviewing the beaches today. Yes. Before they're set. Um, but we have a couple other ideas that aren't a traditional interview. We'll see if they're down with it. Yep. Real stupid stuff. <laughs> uh, other than that, super fun show today. Lots of good laughs. Mm-hmm. An etymology. A telling of the ghost pizza later on. Um, what we're grateful for. Something that gets longer with age, apparently, according to one of my friends. The go-to family vehicles. Eulogy for a Canadian celebrity's career. Some more Trucktober content for you as we're running out of days to do Trucktober content. Yep. The pizza chat. It's something we started on yesterday's podcast and finished today. First, your out of context clip of the show. So here's her, of course. in 20 minutes or less. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about this girl who reportedly made a million dollars selling pictures of her feet. Well, I keep getting solicited these TikToks of these girls, and that's what they say. It's like, oh, we make so much money being feet picture models. And I was like, can you really make that much money? So you were talking about... On like, foot. Get on... Ah, Pics, yeah. Getting into it. Mm-hmm. But I think, because late in the game, you're going to have to set yourself apart yes. somehow. Yeah. So we thought maybe you could do, like foot characters. Yeah, like, like dress could, the feet up as different things, you know? <laughs> or some of the ones that we... This was on the podcast yesterday. We were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it Feet Davidson? Yes. Uh, feet or Dinklage? <laughs> From Game of Toes? Like, you could totally uh, yes. just go right into little it. Tyrion Lannister? Yeah, that would be funny. hilarious. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Feet Wentz? Give a, a little emo haircut on your... <laughs> What about feeder pan? It's like in tights and just dancing around. It'd be great. Jordan Feederson. Oh, you could use good. your feet to clean up your room. I think people would would pay to watch that. Greta Van Feet. Ah. My toes are just dressed as little zeppelins. <laughs> what about Curtis Tosif? Oh. NHL great Curtis Tosif. Yeah. Yeah. The hockey fans. Oh, that would be. What about Marilyn Binto? Mm. Little white dress and it's dress blowing blown. up, and he just exposes my toes. Just oh, oh, Marilyn Binto. Your toes are so friggin' long; they look like legs too. I seriously. They could be legs. I could make them dance. This one's controversial, but toes of Stalin. Okay, maybe not. Little military uniform I'm not there. Not sure if that no, one would don't, fly. Don't like that one. No, what, Gwyneth Palto. <laughs> I don't know how you dress up as her though. <laughs> that haircut and the, the she's balls. one with goop, right? Yeah. Okay, something with goop. Yeah, super weird with all these like weird. This products. one you might earn my business. Froto Baggins, little Hobbit. That would be little Hobbit feet. I mean, and you have to have like probably foot would have to be hairy. I well, think for it to be authentic. So yeah, Toe Pro Winfrey. <laughs> you sprout a hair. You sprout a hair. <laughs> You get you a could, nail clipping. You could make a very, you get very convincing Topra Winfrey. This is a deep, deep biblical reference, so if you don't get it, I, that's okay. But Saul of Tarsus, or perhaps Soul of Tarsus. It's a double pun. It's a double pun. Okay. Just very, I can't like, appreciate that because I have no idea what this is. But He was uh, he was one of Jesus' apostles. So oh. These are holy feet we're talking about wow. here. Wow, okay. Very so holy feet, holy socks. The religious socks. crew would be all about that, eh? Either that or the archbishop. If you want to put a little Catholic flair on that. 
We're we're uh, we're like just treading right into dad territory here. Yeah, that's the just, Archbishop oh Bishop hat. Oh. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. For Atlas Pizza, who are a proud sponsor of One Weekend Only, mm-hmm. which kicks off tonight, uh, this is the Friday Morning Pizza Chat. It sounds like he's a thumb. Like he's... <laughs> are you saying this guy sounds like he's a thumb or yeah. Eddie Vedder sounds like no, he's a thumb? No, this guy does, imitating Eddie Vedder, who also <laughs> sounds a little bit like a thumb sometimes, I've got to be on anyway. Anyway, like a thumb. Uh, this is crazy, but there is a controversy right now regarding pizza in India, Peckler. Okay. Uh, and the big question is if mozzarella is real cheese or not. Well, so, why wouldn't it be? Well, I guess cheese in India is taxed less, uh, but mozzarella is made up of 22% vegetable oil. And because of this, they try to argue that it's not real cheese. So they want it to be taxed at a higher level than cheese is. So I guess cheese is taxed at 12%. If it's not cheese, it's taxed at 18%. Instead of cheese, they want it to be classified as, quote-unquote, edible preparation. Oh. That's what they think mozzarella... that doesn't sound very nice. No, it does not. And I was thinking, I was like, this is some real cheese snobbery right here. We're really getting down to the nitty-gritty of what's cheese and what's not, hey? Is that sort of like how... Certain ice creams are ice milk. Yes. They're not technically cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. But okay. for them, it's just an excuse to charge more, right? Get more tax out of it. So, uh, But then I remembered that we, we've done cheese snobbery in the past. We have talked about cheese snobs. And it's a very real thing, okay? So... Hmm. You buy your cheese at Safeway? I wouldn't use that in a mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even cheese plates? <laughs> well, of course. The, the plate is as important as the cheese you put on it. <laughs> oh, yes, but I have a cheese guy. His name is Mathieu, and he understands me. <laughs> Goat cheese, aren't you cultured? I once had cheese made from Buddhist monks from the lactations of an endangered snow leopard. <laughs> well, this cheese smells of the foulest feet you've ever smelled. Yes. Like a temp wood-filled work boot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I prefer cheese that's so foul-smelling. <laughs> it's so foul-smelling you can't even be near it. It's just nice to know that I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Aged cheddar. This cheese was sold. It was buried with Tutankhamun himself. <laughs> yes. Dumb as it rotten. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I promised you more Trucktober content today. Oh, yeah. As Trucktober winds down and I plan to deliver. Mm-hmm. Got this message from a friend of the show. I believe it was Dustin. And it was a, a photo of a vanity plate on a, on a vehicle. And I don't know if he saw this himself out on the road or if he just found it online and sent it our way. But it was an Ontario plate and it read, I have truck. That was definitely, yeah, going around Was online. it going around? Yeah, because okay. I saw it too and I was asking. I was like, did you see that? And the guy who posted it was like, no, no, it's just it's floating around. So I H A V. T-R-U-K, I have truck. I think it's, a f- <laughs> yeah, like a fake plate. So I, I don't not. think it's actually from Ontario. It's like a one that somebody put on the front of their vehicle from <laughs> elsewhere. I don't know. Anyway, I have truck. I hope that plate is still available here in Alberta. Oh, my God. And that someone gets it. I hope so, too. It's kind of like truck as a personality yep. type thing. Yeah. I have truck. I have truck. It, or like he worked his whole I life to get truck. a truck. 
and then got it. Yes. And now I have truck. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always funny because <laughs> you know when you see them shoehorned like that, like it should, like it would be nice if it said, I have a truck, but no, that, they couldn't fit that. Doesn't so work. I have truck. Couldn't spell have Close or enough. truck, right? It's good. Yeah. We got the message. We know what this guy's all about. We sure do. He's about trucks. This is. Um, this is the fourth or fifth time we've played that this week. This it's week? amazing. I will look for any opportunity. I, absolutely. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of truck content, uh, you know that last little, the, this one? So that. Ever since you've played that for me, okay, when it goes on for that long, it's four seconds. I keep, thinking, I keep thinking about Whitney Houston, and all I can think of is, you know, I Will Always Love You, yeah. where she really does that with her voice, where she does the range. She noodles out some notes there, she? Doesn't sure she? does. And I was like, man, we need a combination of Whitney Houston and this gentleman to do a song, but instead of I Will Always Love You, it's I Will Always Love Truck. You didn't. Okay, I did. You did. This is awful, and it's shoehorned in there, obviously, but here's just what we need to happen in real life. So here's her, of course. It's so bad. But seriously, <laughs> like we need that in real life. Oh, what a awful. train wreck. Man. Oh, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. I wasn't expecting it the second time. It was even better. <laughs> it just gets worse as it goes on, okay? V and S in 20 minutes or less. I'm happy to report to everybody that the chicken wing of Calgary is officially expanding. We've discussed this before, how I live in the fried chicken mecca of Calgary. Okay? Yeah, you live in Chicken Town, down I in live the in chicken, chicken district. The chicken wing, the <laughs> literal chicken wing. This is where, the chicken corridors, if you will. Ah, mm-hmm. yes, chicken. Calgary's chicken corridor. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. uh, so now we've got uh, Popeye's Chicken on the Way, Cluck and Cleaver, Ogam, I Am, Leo's, and Nims is the latest. Wow. Edition. I know. Is there a chicken chamber? No. Do they have their own like there group representing be, their business interests, the interest of fried chicken? Well, this is what I was thinking. I was like, I live in this district, and I'm thinking that there is a golden business opportunity here. We need to have tours. We need a banner to go up saying, this is you are entering the chicken wing. We need to bring tourists to this part of Calgary and let them explore the chicken. Instead of a pedal pub... We need a pedal pub for we ju- you go to, from chicken place to chicken place and try all the fried chicken. You get a bib. You get a bib. <laughs> one bib at the start. Yes. <laughs> and then you work off all the chicken that you're eating along the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like we have the barley belt and stuff, is which, is, which is great. But mm-hmm. what about the chicken? No way? one's acknowledging the fact that one part of town has so many fried chicken the restaurants. chicken quarters. <laughs> yes. Like the Latin quarters, but the chicken quarters of Calgary. It needs to be a thing. Okay. Honestly. I was down thinking, an old chicken down there. Yeah, that's it. You know, maybe... You can smoke a little weed before, get nice and hungry as well, and then the toe contenders tour. Like it has a nice ring to it, right? Because then you really enjoy the fried chicken. And of course, I mean weed is legal now. So you could hit cannabis row. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have a cannabis row, but that's an idea. That cannabis row is just everywhere. Okay. Really There's in Alberta. Cannabis stores absolutely everywhere. <laughs> that's one thing I noticed in Vancouver last weekend too, is that like there's not a liquor store in every corner like nope. there is here, hey? Wow. No. Oh, no. We, we got licky poos. We have got, we've got, we've got the lick covered. We've got the, the cannabis covered. Now we need we need to feature chicken quarters, okay? Yeah. Put, we'll put together a Dr. commercial. Rad, we, we'll get covered. to work. 
get to work on this. Yes. Maybe make a commercial promoting 100%. Calgary's prestigious fried chicken, chicken district. district. The chicken quarters, as you're calling yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes, we need to get on this. VNS in 20 minutes or less. What would you say is the GOAT of family vehicles? The greatest family vehicle of all time. The GOAT of family vehicles. Is there, a, is there still a specific van that would take that title? Because I seem to think that the mom van is kind of ousted from the top of that. Yeah, and sales of vans are just so low yeah. that I don't think it is anymore. No. No, like I remember when mom van was king, right? Yeah. Or queen, whichever. Uh, now, not so much. Like you hardly see vans anymore. I think that your forerunner is an option. No. I think it's given a run for the money. No. I see so many forerunners always parked in front of schools and stuff. And I get it. It's because it's a damn good looking vehicle. But it's big enough to have the family, right? So if you wanted a, a nice vehicle, but you needed one that had a lot of room for the family, then you'd go with something like the Forerunner. Yeah, but I mean, like even uh, okay, I'll stick with Toyota because Toyota is what I know know best. Yeah. But it's like the Forerunner is not their best selling SUV. Mm. That's the Rav Four. Right. Even that, the Highlander outsells the Forerunner. I was going to suggest the Rav Four is another, but the Rav Four is a little small. It's a little small. It's well, it depends how big your family is. Yes. Those vehicles are everywhere right now, and the new ones are sick. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, the Forerunner is also a body-on-frame construction, which doesn't give you as nice of a ride. It's more its more of like an off-roading vehicle, mm. even though it is used to cart families around the city. I'm not too. insulting you, so, by the way, by saying that, because <laughs> I think you have a great-looking vehicle, for sure. But I do. Like, it's so funny how many I see in the downtown core, like, always parked out front of the schools and stuff, dropping kids off. And I'm like, yeah, Forerunners, man. So, like, if, if someone says family vehicle mm-hmm. you picture a minivan you do you still do even though that SUVs are outselling minivans by by miles yeah but I mean if you just go by sales like what about a Volvo because I know Volvo I mean they were touted as the family vehicle because of the safety ratings right which a lot yeah. of people think are important when it comes to their family in a vehicle they're expensive though they are and really not that common yeah it's true right yeah I'm trying to think of like what what you'd like if you go by what you see the most of. Is there any trucks that are good trucks. for families? Because like some of the cabs of those trucks are massive. I was like, those are plenty big enough for families, but I guess just logically, there's no like trunk space that's covered. But lots of them are built. Uh, lots of the big SUVs are built on the same platform as the similar size truck in that line. Yeah. Just True. with more of a body on it, right? Mm-hmm. More of a back. So yeah, I don't. I think if you're going like all time. To me, it would still be like the Dodge Grand Caravan, even though it's getting outsold like crazy. Okay. Um, We'll have to touch base again in a few more years because, I mean, I think eventually vans are just going to cease to exist. Maybe they'll come back. Or they'll make a resurgence. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they'll come up with a really fancy-ass Dodge Caravan. What's yeah, that I mean, some of the new like? vans, like Kia's got a van out right now that's pretty badass on the inside. Like, if you looked at it, you're like, oh, I'd drive that. Yeah. I think... Yeah, some, some of them have some balls, too, which is always hilarious. <laughs> like, just give me a van with balls, you know? Like, it looks like a mom van, but I can rip that thing down the highway. Whee! VNS in 20 minutes or less. We got quite a few text messages, which leads me to believe that you and I were both wrong and perhaps missed an obvious goat of family vehicles. The station wagon. The station wagon. But, to, I mean, it's because I think it was just, just before our time that the, like, the wood-paneled station wagons were yep. a big one like that's what i envisioned but yeah it was kind of just before us I, th- I think when we were growing up the the van had taken over 
For sure. And when you say station wagon, I'm not picturing like a Volvo station wagon or a Subaru. No. I'm picturing the big old wood paneled Me too. station wagons. But what, I mean, we're saying that the station wagon was the go to family vehicles. That is a category of vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's a body type. Yep. Specifically, which one? Like Eric Foreman on that 70s show drove a Vista Cruiser. And that's kind of what I'm picturing, something like that. I was reading about there's one that was actually called a Woody. That was kind of the original. The OG was the Woody, which, I mean, the name alone, I mean, it should it should get an honorable mention at least. Should. The Buick Roadmaster was a more uh, modern version of that, a little more rounded. I was reading that before the punch buggy game was a thing. You know how, like, we, when we were kids, would... Yep, you still a, do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, before that, apparently, people would punch each other uh, when they saw, like, the wood panel station wagons. Really? Yeah. I saw a few people online that were talking about how that used to be a game growing up. And I'm like, oh, so that came before the punch buggy <laughs> is the punch woody. We looked into the history of the punch buggy one time. We did, yeah. And that, that game. And the best example, the best answer we found was that it had something to do with the, their prominence around... World War Two, yeah, and that you know the German soldiers that came around in them usually brought trouble with them. So yeah, that's uh, so I don't know if that's true or not, but we were we were trying to figure out the origins of that game at one point. The fact though that the the Woody, uh, what was it called? Like the I don't know, Punch Woody is what I'm calling it now. Uh, but I was like, if that came before, then maybe that wasn't the origin of the the Punch Buggy game. Wouldn't have come before the VW Beetle. Though, oh yeah, you're right. No. In World War Two, yeah, um, yeah. My grandpa had one of those big wood-paneled station wagons, and the two, and there were two seats that would flip up in the back and face out the back window. I love that. So you could face the other way. That would be pretty fun. I wish we still had that. I got super car sick whenever I'd sit in those, oh, but I always I want to because so. they were the coolest seats, right? I'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm so sick. Now I couldn't do it. Mm. Couldn't face the wrong way. No. Can barely face the wrong way on a... Like on, a, on transit, like on a C train, if you get it, one of the seats that faces the wrong way. I'll be sick by the time I get there. Yeah. Um, but station wagon is a good answer. We just have to narrow down which station wagon specifically we're talking about. Probably the goat of family vehicles. You know where else is a great place to put your family? In a Shane Holmes paired home. Good segue. Yeah. yeah. This is why they pay us the big bucks. Oh, yeah. Moving sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Don't ask me how this came up because I don't remember. But one of my friends told That's me... That's always a good way to start things, okay? <laughs> one of my friends told me the other day that as a man gets older, as he gets into the later years of his life, mm-hmm. his flaccid bird gets longer. And he was saying that this is just due to gravity, similar to how like okay. breasts will sag over hold time, on, you know? On, like, did, is he older and he's measured his own? He's not old enough to be experiencing this, I don't think. So how would... I don't know. He's a smart dude. Okay. He's a smart, educated dude. Uh, all right. Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense if it's heavy enough. Like the piss weasel loses elasticity over time and it hangs lower. Okay. Uh, and right. I found this surprising, as you might. You're or, telling me <laughs> that your, your piston gets longer with gravity as you age. That's what he said. Yes. And I was thinking, you know, some of the naked old guys at the gym have serious horns on them. So maybe there is some veracity to this claim. You're telling um, me that the older you get, <laughs> so you're the longer your parakeet gets. Yes. I, I have a hard time. Okay. Your pocket gopher lengthens. Your cork seamer 
gets longer. So I did okay. a very a very shallow dive into this topic online because I did. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't even want that search query on nope, any of my not. devices. You know, what, what do you even search? <laughs> like if Lengthening you're back, of just... your Thunderbird. <laughs> Wow. You're going to get stupid results back. Yeah. Uh, but in the results that I did browse, apparently it's the opposite, actually. Your this Boris Johnson gets shorter instead? <laughs> that is correct. Okay. So the flapjack can lose... What is happening here? One to 1.5 inches... That also doesn't make sense. ...in old age. It shrivels. I guess, yeah. I mean... Okay. Your oh. proud fellow is not quite so proud as you get older. Your kilt I'm lifter saying. cannot lift kilt... As effectively as he used to. I was disappointed because I was like, well, that's, I mean, that's one thing to look forward to is the rest of your body isn't what it once was. Yeah. But I mean, as, it, as you're right, like, you, you'll shrink in length as a person. You so do. I guess it makes Get sense. A shorter. That but the other way, makes, as well. the other yeah. way it makes sense too, right? Like we said, boobs do sag over time. Yeah. You know, 85 years of gravity pulling on them things. Not quite 85, but. Okay, let's be honest here, though. I mean, it's the weight of them that really gets that to happen, whereas uh, you can talk about your beef bus all you want, but it's probably not heavy enough to really make gravity go, you know? Fair point. You know Fair saying? point. Yeah. Like, whereas there are some jobs that are... Yeah. You know? The gravitational pull on your periwinkle, probably not quite the same as, as a large pair of breasts. But no, your ham candle is not meaty enough for that, okay? No. so. But I was thinking then, if that is true, if it actually does go the other way, if it shrinks as you get older, then those naked old dudes in the gym, what were they in their glory? You know, like, what were they? My God. As, as younger men. I'm envisioning old dudes naked in the gym. Okay, we need to move on. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was thinking perhaps it's time for a what are you grateful for there, Beckler. What are you grateful for? We haven't done a what are you grateful for in a long time, so. Not since, well, Thanksgiving, we think we did one, didn't You're we? You're right, yeah, right. I guess um, that was not long ago. Sure, I'm down. Who, who do you want to go first? You go first. What okay. are you grateful for here? Uh, I'm grateful for my house. Grateful. We bought a new house in the spring, and I was just very grateful to be able to buy the house. Yeah. And I think it's a very nice house. We got it fixed up, and we're very comfortable there. But like, I, I think about this every year when the temperature starts to drop. Just how fortunate I am to have a, like a nice, warm house to go home to, like a mm -hmm. safe place. Oh yeah. You know, it's going to be there. You know, when we were in Vancouver last weekend, and we walked down East Hastings, and it's just like blocks and blocks of people who don't have houses. Yeah. And. I mean, that exists here in Calgary, too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a warm place to stay that you know is safe and yep. got everything you need there, that's, you're, you're doing well. Totally. So, yep. Uh, I have a couple of them. Uh, the first kay. one's quite simple. The sun. You're grateful for the sun. No, huh? that sounds crazy. Me but too. Uh, when we, not even just in like providing, obviously, light <laughs> and, and, you know, life. Life. <laughs> um, just about the fact that we live in a place where it gets so sunny is so key like, I grew up in, in Toronto, and it's so gloomy there during the winter. And, like, my sister lives in Vancouver, and they're heading into, like, eight months of basically rain and gloom. And mm -hmm. I was like, the fact that we have a place that is this sunny, the sun makes all the difference. You don't realize, like, if we don't see sun for a couple of days here, that you actually are a bit affected. Then you think of people yep. who go through that for several weeks or months at a time, and we get the sun all the time. So, And it really hits some people hard, the lack of sun. Yes, And I it get does. It. I feel it, too, but not to the degree that some people do. No, but, and I think the majority of people are affected, but as you said, some minor and others yep. m way more. Uh, so that's a, that's a big one. Uh, the other one is my sister. So I was like, I've, t I've talked about how I'm thankful for my, my family, like my parents, though, in specific, and mm -hmm. I'm thankful for her. But it's funny because we did not get along growing up. I was going to say, you guys fought like crazy, we right? We fought like crazy. And it took 
quite a bit of time, but she, in the last little while, has made a lot of um, effort to try and mend our relationship and kind of apologize for things that happened in the past. And now we have a really good relationship, and it's great. So I was grateful for that. She's five years older than you, right? Five years older, yeah. I saw a funny meme one time where it was like, you spend your like your first 20 years just like at each other's throats with your siblings, and then you reach a day... W- when you're like, ah, hey, you're all right. Yeah. You know, and now you're... <laughs> totally. Yeah. And now it's beyond that where she's a very close friend of mine. So it's nice to have that transformation and, uh, yeah, to have that relationship. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We already had the Friday morning pizza chat for Atlas Pizza. Sure did. Um, but it is Friday and it's the end of Spooktober. Mm-hmm. And a few people have brought up to me that some of the new folks at the station, namely Mariah and Ty, probably haven't heard the ghost pizza story. That's fine. They don't need to hear it. Have you heard this one? So I, I called I should, them. I should calculate how many times I've heard this, like 800 times? I called them yesterday Great. Uh, during their show. Good. I'm glad you told it to them and then I don't have to hear it again. Well, they recorded it for me. So I said, oh, said God. take this down. Have you guys ever heard the ghost pizza story? No. Oh, no idea. Oh, no. Actually, somebody yeah. told me about this. I don't know who it was. And they were like, ask, ask Beckler. And I was like, What? Isn't it because didn't you didn't you get like a pizza delivered to you in like record time? Is this so? This is what happened about six months ago. I ordered pizza online, and from the moment I pressed enter on the order to the moment that the doorbell rang was like three and a half minutes. Wow! And I was just shocked. McKenna and I looked at each other. We're like, "No, that's impossible." And I know for a fact that it, this pizza place takes about three minutes to drive there. That's to get green lights all the way, and. <laughs> So I said to the driver, I was like, how did you get here so fast? And he said, not busy, not busy. What? And I was like, that doesn't explain it though, man. And at, at this particular pizza chain, it takes eight minutes for a pie to go through the oven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how so do you know this? I know that a friend used to work at this particular chain. So I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, okay, I ordered a pizza. Someone, someone canceled their order, and then I just happened to get their pizza instead. But this was a half and half, like oddly sized pizza. It was my pizza. So it was like a medium with like half mushroom and like half... Like a very particular yeah. order. Pineapple or something? Very particular. Like the, the, the odds of someone else ordering it at the exact same time as me and then canceling, astronomical. Astronomical. Wow. Either you have like an exact twin in Calgary in your neighborhood ordering the same pizza or that was a ghost? I, well, that's what I'm thinking. And I, you know, at one point I thought like I should call back to the restaurant and ask like what, how, how this happened, what went on that day. But I, I think they probably would have said something like, whatever do you mean? That driver died 10 years ago this very night. <laughs> that is not okay. Hey, you know what we both probably really want to know, though, is like, what did you tip him? I just a regular tip. It wasn't like a ghost tip or anything. <laughs> You're like the service was phenomenal, but here's here's two seventy five. I don't mean like in spooky dollars either. I, I mean like money. You're like keep the change. That was or timing. I paid him in ghost stories. Yeah, I think he was delivering pizza from beyond the grave, and I will, I have never got an answer to how. That happened, and I probably never will. What's more freaky is we literally just ordered pizza right now. Very scary. Right now, yeah. You be careful if it comes so if it comes too fast, you got yourself a ghost pizza there, friend. (laughs) (laughs) The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. 
so this is kind of a different etymology because um, it was because of a friend of mine that we got to this. But uh, she's living in Ireland right now, and she's been touring around different castles. So as she's been doing these tours, she's learning a bit of different etymology that you know comes from the times when these castles were being built or okay. when people were living in these castles. So she passed them along to me, and I thought they were they were fascinating. First, so women's makeup used to be made of beeswax. And women had to be really careful to not get too close to the fire or get too hot because, of course, the, the wax would melt. Thus, the term losing face. So, in order. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, face melter. No, well, I mean. <laughs> face melting guitar solo there. Well, there you that too. That, that's, I'm sure. But losing face. But okay. losing face. And then, in order to prevent this, these castles would actually have a screen in front of the fires to block the heat, literally saving face. No way. So that's how okay. we get these two terms from. And these are legitimate? Yeah. Like these are I guess if they're if you're on a tour at the actual castle you think it would be historically accurate, yep. right? It's not Yeah. You know, like I was thinking of you know, the, the term rule of thumb which has been it's the myth has been perpetuated that it had to do with like And the there's width, lots of uh, those. Yeah, but And when we do these etymologies I'll always look into those cuz some of them are like too good to be true and mm-hmm. if you dig deeper you find out that yeah, it's just the old but these are real. These are, had to do with beeswax yeah. makeup. Beeswax makeup, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then one more. So the term getting plastered, when you say, hey, I'm getting plastered, like getting drunk, mm-hmm. uh, that comes from back when these castles were being worked on. And sealing plaster back then would actually get the workers a little ha. Really? So they'd get a little buzzed off whatever was being used for sealing plaster back then. And that is how we get getting plastered is because, well, literally the plaster was causing them to get a little loopy. <laughs> so then we just kind of continued on with that. Getting okay. plastered means getting a little loopy. You could probably do a whole, well, unless there is no etymology to them, but a whole series on like different drunk words terms? for getting drunk. For sure. I yeah, maybe I'll look into as, that. It's like literally plastering the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.